gets it over to the doctor. Tie ball game. Here's a shot, Julius. He, he scores! scores! He scores! Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied! Here is Durant moving on Tucker. He turns, he shoots. Yes! Talking Knicks, Nets, and all things across the association, this is Pick and Pod on WFUV Sports. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Pick and Pod. I'm Chris Percyinen here almost as always now here on Pick and Pod just to chat about these NBA playoffs, but... I'm here today, and I'm excited to be here tonight, rather, on the eve of the Dallas Mavericks taking their first victory in the Western Conference Finals. Potentially their only. We'll have to see, but they got one against the Golden State Warriors. I have with me Thomas Aiello and Anthony Bartiromo. We are ready to discuss these NBA playoffs. We're going to start off with this game that we just finished watching, but honestly, more importantly, uh, and I need I need to know specifically how Anthony's doing, but I'll I'll start with Thomas. I just I I, I got to know how you guys are are doing and what you guys have been up to since we uh, escaped finals. I I'm doing from Thomas. Uh, yeah, I know. That's I, why I, I, that's why I Chris... said specifically Anthony. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a loving that was a loving Iello diss. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Yeah. I call Chris, I think, every day to give him random updates about whatever the hell just pops into my head. Uh, but I'm doing I wouldn't, fantastic. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, that's there how we sweet. Go. Of we you. love that. How sweet of you, Chris. <laughs> Anthony, nice. how are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I mean, after finals, you know, we're just chilling here watching this basketball. And hey, it's been entertaining. Can't complain. Listen, I live for the NBA playoffs. I Totally I go to all. bed. I go to bed at 7 a.m. during finals because I start at midnight because the, fi- the the playoffs don't finish until then. I mean, I Jesus I, Christ, I love it. I love it. I'm an animal. That's, amazing. That's I horrible. It. I love it. I, I, I was born in the darkness. Oh um, so basically, the playoffs have been really weird. And that trend has more than continued here, especially in these conference finals. It feels like every game has been a blowout. I, I don't know if you guys agree. We're here tonight. And that trend was bucked by the Golden State Warriors bench unit. Came back, gave us a little respectable run. I got to say, the Warriors lost the game by 10, but they won the fourth quarter by 19 points. They certainly tried to eat away at that deficit. So credit to their young guys, Moses Moody, Kaminga. Um, How did you guys feel about this performance from Dallas? Luka finally at home, able to claim a win. He looked battered. He looked defeated. Uh, but he put up 30 points, 14 rebounds, and nine assists to help lead Dallas to a win. We're going to start with Thomas. Do you think this will be Dallas's only win this series? Um, I I really want to say no, because as I as I I will I will phrase this as I guess delicately as I can in in gambling terms. I am 21, by the way. Dallas Mavericks have been the best handicap in the playoffs so far, right? So think about it this way. If you're betting on the Phoenix Suns to win, it's probably not a bad idea to think about maybe second-guessing yourself and picking the Dallas Mavericks. Because that game seven they had versus Phoenix confirmed to me that they're a lot better than we give them credit for. 
Now, again, they are going up against a Golden State team that is in, in many ways far superior between Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. The experience factor, I mean, those guys have three NBA titles under their belts. Andrew Wiggins, is he's, he's pretty good. He's not anything special, but he's, he's Western, pretty good. Western Conference Finals MVP, Andrew Wiggins. I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We'll give him that. I, not tonight. All-star though. starter, Andrew Wiggins. All-star starter, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. He's been pretty good this year and fulfilling the void that was left by Kevin Durant is somewhat impressive. Oh, I, I know the claim that oh, those teams weren't fair. I, I know, I know, but replacing Kevin Durant's not easy, but from Dallas's perspective, Chris, Luka Doncic, this was probably one of the lesser games that he's played the entire series. And they said this on the broadcast tonight, that when Luca does less, the team does more and they won the game. And that to me is what really stood out tonight. Now you can say all you want about the fourth quarter when Golden State hits 39 points, but Dallas went off in that third quarter hitting 37, 20, 34 in the second quarter. And then they scored 28 to open up the game in the first quarter. So they won three out of the four quarters and that's been pivotal. I mean, again, they lost the most important quarter, but it didn't matter because they were up so many points. They were up over 25 at one point in this game. And you have people like Dorian Finney-Smith. You have people like Reggie Bullock coming alive finally. Jalen Brunson was pretty good tonight. And then off the bench, Maxi Kleba was 13 points and eight rebounds. And then yeah, since when did he become a rim protector? It's actually hilarious. Oh, Dallas, Dallas is weird. So funny. White European centers weird. Have, a, <laughs> have a strange propensity to protect the rim. Him and Powell, not proficient rim protectors, but Bad Dwight Powell's a, a, mid a couple times a game. They'll give you a play where they're able to show their, their length there and, and get a block or two that you're just like, Oh, um, all right, I see how he gets minutes, but Dallas definitely needs to invest in a, a yeah. center this summer. I think it was, it was I very think, funny uh, to see that. There's a there's a certain player of jazz that goes by Rudy G that oh, uh, are, are they just that, gonna that, have that, a, that Dallas European could love to acquire. team? Hey man, Dallas, the all Euro team. It could work. You tell, hey, if you're telling me you're telling me that uh that Luca Jokic Gobert wouldn't be the best team in the league. How okay? No, how would Jokic? And now we're getting off topic. How would Jokic get there? I'm, I'm just doing a European oh, bonanza. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> the Warriors now up 3 1. The Mavericks, they're kind of like this Cinderella story team, right? So I could see them winning another game. Uh, Anthony, is there something you think win or lose? This series for Dallas, I think obviously Golden State will continue to raise and, and answer other questions, but it looks like their playoff run is going to continue here. What do you think Dallas has to learn from how these series, not just this one, maybe Utah or, uh, you know, just Phoenix, like how, what can they learn from how these series have gone for them so far? What do you think uh, has kind of popped up as an offseason must for them, if, if I might? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Uh... This really opened our eyes to how good Dallas really is and how close they are to being on the same level as a team like Golden State or the Suns, you know. Um, with these guys like, you know, Reggie Bullock, Finney Smith, all of them coming alive today, it shows how they're just like a couple pieces away in free agency or maybe in trades this offseason to compete with Golden State, you know. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, he's about to be a restricted free agent, I believe. Signing him could be a big bonus for Dallas. Maybe even signing a guy like Zach Levine. But also, you know, I feel like a couple of signs like that, that could just really take them over the edge 
And, um, you know, next year, maybe we'll be, we'll be looking at Dallas in this position instead of Golden State. So I feel if like this was Awana, the best case scenario for them. Anthony, I want to hit on you saying that DeAndre Ayton or Zach Levine are going to willingly leave the Bulls and or Phoenix to go. Oh, Zach Levine's 100% Ayton, out. Ayton's Ayton absolutely maybe. leaving. Ayton's no, absolutely he's leaving. I Ayton. just don't think Dallas is going to be the team that gets him. I, well, I don't I mean, think whoever, he goes there. When you got a guy like Luca, you know, it's hard to say no to him. Yeah, but see, here's the true. thing, though. If you're if you're the Phoenix Suns and you're going to be thinking to yourselves, boom, DeAndre Ayton's going to leave. We're probably going to have to do a sign and trade. We really want to do yeah. one with Dallas. I, who, they were who does they were interested Dallas in, have? in Sabonis. They were interested in Demontis Sabonis, Sabonis as as a potential trade with Ayton. Uh, the deadline, last but he just year. went to Sacramento, so he's yeah, out of no the question gonna... now, which means that they'll be looking at other big men candidates. I, I think Phoenix is going to be looking to do something. There, Mitchell there, Robinson, there are some offers I have proposed mm-hmm. Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson for eight. They wouldn't, that, that would, I don't know, the Knicks do. Yeah, oh, that's Knicks, a lot. That's uh, a lot. Just I, for I, do, I do that if I'm New York. That would definitely shake up the West mm-hmm. and it would make. I do, that in a interesting. I do that in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, you get rid I of Randall, know. definitely. Yeah. But. I think, I, I don't think, I think you need to move Randall. I don't think you need to move. You got to get rid of Randall for anything. I don't, I, no, I don't agree with that. I, I think he has some existent value. I just think, I think who doesn't it's have a very much little at this point. You know who else has existent value? I don't think value? is worth a dime. So he, he will get, like, I feel the other way around. For he, that. He, he will get, um, you know, a deal from someone like Detroit, but the Knicks, the Knicks are looking to let him go. They spend every day with him and they're not looking to bring him back. Chris, um, see, here's the thing, though. You know so who else has Rand- some Randall relevant trade value? For Aiden would be would be good. You know who else has some relevant trade value? But, uh, let's hear this evil idea. Spe- Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, he Spencer just, Dinwiddie. He, he's their he's their uh, consolation prize for if they lose Brunson. So yeah, cool. I guess that's fair. That's fair to say. But it is funny how this Mavericks team's constructed because I had said on one on one last week that besides Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson, that this this Mavericks team is just built with a bunch of fools on it. I mean, Reggie Bullock does stuff. Frank Nilakina does stuff in a playoff game. Think about that. This is a player. because he's a good player. But see, this is a this is funny because Knicks fans, and Anthony, I'm sure you're going to agree Knicks with me on this. Knicks fans said he was a good player, and he didn't get minutes. No, over Knicks fans thought he was a bona fide Payton. scrub. They were saying idiot, he was a bona fide. idiot Nick fans thought he was a bona fide scrub. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, the real, the real, good. the real held it down. Oh my goodness! You're Point the one who's saying that Randall still has value, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Randall absolutely has value on an open market. <laughs> Randall is trash. Randall should not be on the Knicks next year, man. Point being, for anyone. The point being is that Frank Nilakina has to do is doing stuff in a playoff game against the Golden State Warriors. He had five points tonight. He didn't miss a shot. He didn't miss a single shot. Davis Bertans, five points. I mean, he played ten minutes. He, he's uh, he's mid. But Jalen or Josh Green, which Green is this? Is this Josh Green? Yes, this is Josh Green on Dallas. I mean, two minutes. Jason Kidd's reaching for some of these people now. I know that some of these guys went in towards the end, but it's just funny that. Players like Dorian Finney-Smith <laughs> and Frank Nilakina can make an impact in a game. Finney-Smith is on a with, $50 million contract. He's a really I'm aware. Good stretch big. I, it's just it's just funny. Daily, because Daily he, Fantasy Sports is a good player, I mean, man. You look at Daily Fantasy Sports. Dallas, is and a, then you look at it for Golden State. You know, yeah. like Finney-Smith is putting the same level of work as Draymond. That should not happen, you know? 
Exactly. It's just funny to see that happen. And these Golden State's got all these, all of these, uh, these reverend names and whatnot. And who knows what else? Like they, like Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, who's got godly value and he's on a nice contract. Kaminga and Dallas is out there running Dwight Powell at the center spot. Again, the, they're just running scraps. Like Spencer Dinwiddie is scraps from Brooklyn, and I'm sure that the Nets are kicking hey, themselves. Dinwiddie is still he's Dinwiddie, still Dinwiddie's a good player. Yeah. He's good, he's but it's player. like the Brooklyn Nets are probably kicking Pistons, themselves. Like, no, why did we let this guy leave? The Nets are kicking themselves for other. Pistons reasons. are kicking That's themselves because they drafted yeah. Dinwiddie and then like cut him because they didn't the, feel like <laughs> developing him. The Pistons That's, just a joke of a franchise. That's who's kicking That's themselves. Point, like, no, Nets let's are, let's be nice. Let's Nets be nice. Nets are kicking themselves because KD is already starting rumblings about potentially leaving. Yeah, well, that's that may not happen because one of his boys on Twitter, one of his one of one of his boys on Twitter was chatting the other day about how he's looking at Phoenix as like a a spot. KD goes to Phoenix, bro. I swear. Yeah, give up. Yeah, that guy's a loser. Anyway, (laughs) we gotta. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) We gotta move on from from the West here. I want to uh, take a flight east, get to the more grit and grind series of these two. That's a that's a shout out to our producer julia moss the grizzlies fan um the east teams have kind of been beating the crap out of each other (laughs) you know literally it's been a blowout like every game and it's always been a really physical game i feel like in both series someone's getting hurt every game but this eastern series it's like twice as many you got jimmy butler against marcus smart like what do you expect (laughs) yeah i mean what do you expect the dogs the dogs are out man dogs bro you gotta you gotta love that kind of playoff basketball i think I'm at fault for this, underrating Miami all year long. Um, their depth helps Everyone's them coast that, through man. the regular season. Because they coasted through the regular season as a one seed, I was like, oh, this isn't a real thing when we get to the playoffs. But they were like, hey, we have actual good players that are going to try now. And I was like, ooh, I forgot about that. So, like, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler just, like, reminding us that he's still a borderline top 10, definite top 15 playoff butler. Guy, guy in the league. Yeah, Jimmy Buckets, man. So these guys are hooping. Um, Jalen Brown having a rough series, but but Horford and, and Tatum have been great for Boston this playoffs. I wanted to know what you guys think. This series is tied 2-2. Uh, just to start, you know, we'll start with Thomas. Who's going to win this series and why? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I really don't have a clue who's going to win this game. Let's, let me be honest with myself here. This Boston-Miami series has been pound for pound, slug after slug, every single possession. The worst part about game five, or what, what, what was the last game? Yeah, it was game, game four. Excuse me. I'm a little tired here. They're 2-2. Two, two. They're 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. We're recording this at 12 a.m. The worst part about game four was that the Miami starters – Nobody scored more than nine points. Uh, that, that to me, that's just how this series has gone, right? In game one, the Heat go bonkers. In game two, it's Boston going nuts. In game three, Miami just slams the door at the TD Garden. And then this last game, Boston goes on, what was it, a, a 16 to one start before the first time out? They win Miami the game 102 no like to first seven minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like Miami was scoreless the first seven. None of the starters score more than 10 points. And then you have people like Victor Oladipo having to carry the load. Now, he hasn't been in his old form for a while now. But the point I'm trying to make... Oladipo's been great this series, though. Right. He's been fantastic when it's mattered. And that's how they've built this Heat team. They're going to play when it matters. And 
as Chris alluded to, I, I forgot they have players that are going to try <laughs> as, as wild as that may sound coming from him. And now I'm repeating it. It's true though. That's just how this heat team is built. They're built differently for the playoffs. Gabe Vincent's culture. like actually good. Yeah. Gabe Vincent worth. who just came out of, essentially the the scrap the heap. same the same black hole uh, that that omer yurt seven and max Struess emerged out of when they yeah. apparently are real people that are good they, at nba basketball they just like, find where garbage. does eric spolstra find these people and they're like <laughs> they're they're actually good like omer yurt seven is unironically good that guy is a double double machine in the regular season like wh- what am i saying who is omer yurt seven you know what i mean like that's yeah. miami's development system. who are these just, people where did he even go to college? Oh, he went to Georgetown. Oh, I couldn't okay. tell you, man. They developed their dev system is nuts. They find these gems. Like they'll take a guy. I don't know how much. I think it's. I think it's USC. He went to like Michael Foster Jr. Um, or, you, uh, Gabe Vincent was a Division two player at one point. My, like Michael Foster Jr. This year's draft is like a, a big man who reminds me of like a little modern Todd Gibson. Like I feel like Miami's gonna get him as like an undrafted free agent, and he's gonna turn into the next like. Paul Millsap or whatever. I just I hate yeah, Miami. Exactly. I hate like Miami. That's Miami. I hate them. It's unfair at this point. Yeah, I mean, you got Old Depot coming back from all his injuries to still like you know go off in these playoffs, shut down Tatum, shut down Brown, and you know he's helping them get back to the two-two series lead. You know, in Game Three, um, I don't know. Tatum was just shut down all night by uh, Old Depot. You know, Old Depot led the led the uh, led the Heat in scoring in Game Four. Obviously, they lost. But that just goes to show you how good Miami's development is. You know, I think the most interesting part about it, about this this Heat Boston series, is that it's the one in the two seed, right? And this Boston team, a lot of people, I will, including myself, had written them off as, oh, they're not even going to make the play in. This team is so weird. Al Horford's back. Like, what's he going to do? It, it's just Tatum and Brown. There's, there's no one else that's going to be whoever offense, essentially, right? Is that's that's what we thought this Boston team was going to be. And then Brad Stevens just trades for all of his old players from that 2018 run. And now here they are kicking butt in the in the conference finals versus the heat. And they're knotted up at two. And to go back to Chris's point about just finding people off the street, I genuinely believe Max Struess went to DePaul. You know what DePaul is in college basketball? They're essentially a doormat or that they've been that way for the past I want to say seven or eight years. And they've got this guy, Max Struess from DePaul, starting a playoff game. Again, he didn't play well the last game. He went 0 of 7. He didn't do anything at all. He only had three fouls. But game three, he was very good. Game one, he was amazing. He, he saved them in game one to an extent. Because Boston had that comeback. And then Max Struess and Gabe Vincent just start bombing threes. And Anthony, to go back to your point about Oladipo, and I want you to keep going with this, he was shutting down Jason Tatum. He was an all-defensive player four or five years ago, it seems. That doesn't even seem yeah. like that long ago. So that player is still in him. The question is now, is he going to, assuming that the series probably goes to seven games, is he going to hold up? I mean, I'm concerned with his health. I'm gonna, I, I want you to see if you can elaborate with that. Yeah, I mean, he's the X factor for Miami, he really. Is, I agree. You know, like with Harrow going, Tyler Harrow going down, Miami's in need of scoring. Old Debo's has to be that guy to step up, you know, come off the bench, put in like 15 a game or something, you know, because they need him. Without him, who do they have? They got Jimmy Butler. He can't score everything. 
You know, Bam Adebayo, he doesn't know how to score. P.J. Tucker, what's he doing, you know? Like, they have no one else. Lowry, you know, he's like 80 years old. Is he going to drop? No, he's still good, though. He's still decent, but he's not what what he once was in uh, Toronto. Yeah. They need another score with uh, Hero going down. You know, are they still going to put in Duncan Robinson? You know, I know he dropped 14 last in uh, game four, but he's not going to be – he's not as reliable. They need all depot, and, I mean, I'm be honest, I don't know if he can do that for the rest of the series. That's why I'm I honestly, I think it's Celtics in seven. Wow. I hate to say it, but one of, I, I mean, I'll say one of the reasons I was low on Miami, this playoffs is because um, the playoffs, man, you watch CJ McCollum, those guys like him all these years, like killing in the mid range and the clutch. And you know, like the tough shot making, look at, look at who won that series between the bucks and the Celtics who had the best player in the series. Probably, probably the Bucks, right? But the team with the bucket getters, because Middleton was out, won the series. So two great defenses. They canceled each other out. The team with the bucket getters down the stretch won. It, it makes you think like, oh, uh, yeah, you really need scoring. Well, look at Miami. Who did they have to take those off the dribble, mid-range, you know, fading twos, the step backs, the come down the court and drive all the way <laughs> snatch it back and step back fading deep to like who do they have to take any of those tough shots besides Dude, put, duncan robinson really when just, he's when he's hot which is rarely nowadays apparently happening. and and then it's tyler hero so for me he didn't play they're you they're, got jimmy butler and uh old depot they can do who it we're all break they jimmy was breaking he was three or exactly, 14 the last yeah. game i don't trust you know jimmy jimmy's really great I think he's fantastic. I think what he does for your entire team is underrated still. I don't see him as being that kind of in-between scorer anymore. I don't know if his, his athleticism. He's 26 to game these playoffs, though. At the free throw line. Not 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 in between the lines, man. And, and he does that's spend a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Does, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. So is, he's not being efficient at all. Yeah, field. man. This Assistant is what I'm trying coach. to say. He's not yeah. that guy. He as a scorer, as a player, yes, he is him. But as a as a scorer, as an in between, as a mid range scorer, they have hero, and I think that's about it. And for me, I, I just uh, it's really hard to pick Boston. Anyone but Boston, I mean, because of of, of that. Uh, I, I can't see, you know, Miami making it to the finals and beating a team like the Warriors or maybe the Mavericks. Even I, I just don't know what. Well, yeah, like they're going to make it. But you say they did. Right. I don't know what Miami has for Luca besides like Bam Adebayo, who I think is overrated. I, I picked wow. him on pick and pod before the year to win defensive player of the year just because I oh, thought that the, blew up in our face because I thought the storyline would match up. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know if Bam is changing. He's, I don't know if he's moving the needle defensively in a playoff. He has all the tools, a supernova like Luka Doncic. So yeah, like I, I'm concerned about this Miami team, if they do make it to the finals and the fact that I'm already having those concerns, like, I, I think I just got to ride the Celtics train, man. I, I, I got to go with, with Boston in six. Um, I said, six. I said before this series that Miami would win game one, Boston would win games two to four and Miami would win game five and, and Boston would close it out in six. I mean, we're, we're here at game four now and uh, going into game five, not exactly how I predicted. I do think 
these both of these teams are Chris, see, you okay over there. <laughs> both of these teams are going to see the Warriors get ready to have a week off. And I think the Celtics. I, I, are the I think team. everyone just needs a vacation. The Celtics are the team ready to to go to work and just end this thing. I, I got them at six. Bold prediction. So I want to. I'm going to use an old saying here that cooler heads prevail. In this scenario with Boston and Miami, whoever's more of a hothead's going to win. And Miami's definitely. They more got a lot of hotheads hot both sides. They have a ton of those, and they're a a tough-minded team. Uh, we saw earlier this year, Udonis Haslam was fighting Jimmy, almost fought Jimmy Butler in the middle of a damn game. So, and now Udonis Haslam's like his best friend. And he also happens to be a de facto assistant coach. The point is, whoever's more of a hothead in this series is going to win because that'll drive desire to win. I also do think Eric Spolstra is a little bit better of a, of a coach when it comes to drawing up game plans and schemes and how to stop opposing players. And I'm going to trust him and Miami to win this in seven, but the power of the Celtics and the Boston garden. But when Jason Tatum's dropping 41 on eight of 16 shooting, I, I don't know how you're going to stop that. It's impossible. It really is impossible to deal with along with the fact that Peyton Pritchard had 14 points the last game. He was hitting his threes and Boston only took, they only took 34 threes. I know that's, I'm saying they only took that is a lot, but they only took 34 and hit eight of them. I mean, we we Miami, see teams we see teams chuck like 50 threes in yeah, the playoffs. Now. That's low yeah. in today's NBA. Think about it. The Knicks led the league one time in three pointers attempted, and they shot 31 a game. Think about and that was all. Oh, what was that? Ten years ago, I think we're at now. Nine. Miami, yeah, nine. Miami took 36 three pointers in game four. They hit 14 of them, and they still lost simply because. The starters didn't show up, but to go back to Chris's point about Bam out of bio and Anthony, I think you made a good point too. Like, yes, he has the tools in game three. He showcased that he has the tools, but he's also a no-show in three of these four games. He's just been MIA. Now, my question is, can't count him. Him. hold on, hold on. Can I get a hot take what? out? <laughs> go Let's for hear. it. Give it, give it two years for him to work on the foul trouble. I'm taking Jaron Jackson Jr. over Bam out of bio. You're nuts. You're absolutely wow. out of your mind. That Jaron yeah. Jackson can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the floor. That's the he can't stay on the floor because of the foul trouble. Watch. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna reunite him with his dad on the who's on the Westchester Knicks coaching staff. We're gonna we're gonna oh, get him no. we're gonna Chris, get him don't right. Do it. We'll get him right in the Mecca. Huh? Stop entertaining these ideas. I have, you know, you know who the, you know who the, who the Miami Heat need. You know who it is. You ready for this one? You ready, Chris? You ready? Tom, Thomas Ayala. No, you know who they need. Bob McKillop, to be an assistant coach. All right, he'll, we're gonna move he'll on. Fix, he'll fix their three point shooting. We're he gonna Steph Curry. We're He's gonna move on. <laughs> Davidson, <laughs> Davidson, a ten coach of the year. Bob McKillop getting a shout okay, out good on for him. Pod. Cannot. Cannot be surprised with Mr. Aiello on the cast list for this. We game. love we love mid major college basketball here too. Listen, man. Speaking of mid, we got to talk about. All right, nah, I could have. I, I could have gotten really. I could have gotten. I could have gotten really oh evil. Um, <laughs> nah, man. We got to. All right. So wait, hold on. I said Boston in six. I, I'm going seven, with Miami in seven. And Tom Boston said Miami seven. in seven. All right. All right. Just getting it on the record. Okay. Um, and then finally, uh, I mean, these all NBA teams came out today. Oh, these are that, funny. 
John John Morant. Um, uh, which team did he make? Second team. <laughs> Second team, and Trey made the third, third team. team. So 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 we got some good young guard talent in the league, and especially we got Devin Booker made the first team. So you know some some good young guard talent in our our beautiful NBA. Uh, talking about foreign guys killing it, all NBA first team, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, all featured Tatum and Booker, the other two. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like Luka Doncic is like seven years old and he's already been a first teamer three times. Like, dude, <laughs> that's yeah, honestly, this kid is nuts, man. That's my takeaway. I don't know. What was your guys' first reaction to that first team? I'll be. I, mean, well, I would say it's fair. Yeah. It's always hard to see uh, Booker on the first team after what he did in the playoffs. Oof. But looking back at the stats, he deserved it. Regular uh, season so award. Yeah, regular exactly. season, yeah, he yeah. deserved it. He was great in that season. So yeah, I, w- I would say the same thing. I, the only thing I question is is why in the world is – is uh oh, my God. I just lost my train of thought. Isn't this terrible? Booker over why in the world – yeah, why, no, why, in the, why is John Morant on the second team? I, I, why isn't he on the, on the first team? I know oh, that – no, come on. Listen to me. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Considering the year that he had and the year that the Memphis Grizzlies had, I think that that should be on the first team. Now, you also have to understand here, Jason Tatum, as, as good as he was this year, it, it, was a, it was a typical Tatum, it was a typical Tatum year. And that's, I know that's a high bar, but I think that John Morant, you've got to go, you got to really push that story. Because that, everyone was going nuts over that on ESPN. And they're like, oh, John Morant's the second coming exactly. of Derrick Rose. He he got all NBA second team. So yes, that, but he yeah. should get he should get That's on a first good team. reward. I think the, I think if, if but it's a, regardless, make it he makes it. It's still impressive. Yeah, second team is good. I mean, Why is Durant Durant's on the second team? He yeah. LeBron I mean, could have made second team. LeBron, LeBron should make all NBA no second. team over over KD. Uh, no, I was no, I was gonna say LeBron could have made no none of the teams, and he still should have made. Second team over KD. You can make a. You can always make a case for LeBron making the first team every year. That's no, the thing. You with know LeBron. what the NBA should do? They should <laughs> do the all LeBron teams. Ready? Yeah. All the all LeBron teams. LeBron James, Rich Paul, Dan Gilbert, Pat Riley, and Eric Spolstra. There you go. That's the all LeBron team. They can should just get, do that. Can we get Shabazz Napier as the as the point guard on the second one? Well, LeBron's favorite college prospect. That's true. I remember, yeah, he, 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 told, he told the Heat he loved him, so the Heat traded into the first round to get Shabazz Napier, and then he left. Psyche <laughs> Lee. <laughs> that was great. The GM. That was great. Anyway, oh, did you guys see Ky- Kyrie? Kyrie confirmed the, the GM rumors. He's like, yeah, that guy's pretty much just actually the GM. Like, he puts yeah, it was what we should say. We knew that. It's just funny, like, to hear Kyrie <laughs> confirm it. He said, he's like, what's the nickname they got for him? The GM. Yeah, that's Le- true. G- I was he's crying. He's just left franchise. All right. And, it's hold, not on, hold on. Hold we, we, well, on. I want to get through these seconds second and third teams yeah yeah so second team we had uh mr Demetrius morant who we had uh oh steph we had wardell wardell steph wardell. oh he's uh, using their real name KD, kd demar DeRozan, and uh my favorite center in the nba joel Embiid. joel and then on that third team we had cpz i'm sorry cp3 <laughs> trey young lebron james pascal siakam and carl anthony towns I think Cat deserved All NBA this year. I think Pascal yeah. definitely deserved, deserved All NBA this it. year. 
Um, so I like I like Cat and Pascal getting their dues this year. You know, I'm fine with Cat. Will not be back. I don't think we'll see. Um, <laughs> you think but, he's leaving? Wow. No, I'm saying be back on the on the All NBA. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I can see that. I, I, I think it'll be a little a year or two before he's back. Anthony Edwards is going to be the next Timberwolf. Timberwolf on this mm. list. Uh, but I, really quick, I think Steph Curry could have made that first team over Booker. I know it's hard to d- deny Booker's stats, but I'm not denying them. I'm just pointing at how much better Steph makes all his teammates as well. And I think that's always really important. Well, if that's the case, you can make the same case for Chris Paul making the first And John Moran too. Yeah. yeah. Ja, I'm winning here. You're just letting me Ja's win. A score, man. But I, you're I letting me win because you're pushing all the team. All these players there. average at least 25 a game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, John, yeah. So, yeah but I'm see, here's the about, other thing, though. That, the, the, the assist. Yeah, sorry, the thing assist, I want to but... say about um, about Carl Anthony Towns and the Minnesota team, they had, I think, other than Memphis, this is probably one of the more impressive turnarounds this year. Yeah. They were last year firing the coach midseason. They hired Chris Finch. They gave him a multi-year contract on site. And now here they are a year and a half later. They went to the playoffs. They pushed Memphis. They really pushed Memphis. Like, like I'm not, I'm, ta- I'm not talking. They like stole a game. They damn they, near went to seven games. Like they were very close to doing it. Carl Anthony Towns rightfully should be on the All NBA team. He has been missing from that for a while. He's made All Star teams, but he's just the rest of his group around him is just so bad. Both ends of now the he, court matter. Too. I mean, it's hard when you're a center yeah. as well. It's yeah, hard when you're a center that doesn't play hard. defense at the most important defensive position on the court. Yeah. Like, yeah. Think about it, think about it here, too. Think about yeah. it here, too. 2019 was the last time before this season he made an all-star team. 2018 was the last time he was an all-NBA player. That's five seasons of going no all-NBA, four of going – or no, one, two of not becoming an all-star. That's like That takes a toll on you, I'm sure. And I'm sure that was in the back of his mind. Screw this. We're going to be good this year. And they were. And I expect them to well, be all the, the credit next. doesn't go to Cat. No, it doesn't. But to, to be the, the leader that yeah. he was this year is a big step for him. Yeah. And I expect no, them to be a consistent yeah. four seed. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, especially with, uh, with Anthony Edwards getting better every year. You know, they have a good, they have a solid squad. Solid base. Um, but I definitely could see, you know, they can just be one of those teams, like what the Blazers and Thunder were like a few years ago. You know, they consistently make the playoffs. They consistently do nothing there. Like they're just well, Port- <laughs> Portland's issue was they didn't trade any of those first round picks. They acted like yeah. they were a forty win team every year. That's that was why they screwed up. And yeah, I guess I mean, you got they needed games. they needed to trade CJ earlier. But anyway. They need to trade Dame now. Oh, that's a story well, for that that guy guy <laughs> so, oh, they already sold the team. Some of the, uh, listen, man. I, I I don't know how I became so anti Dame Lillard. I know how I became so anti Dame Lillard. It was because Nick fans Nick treated fans. the Knicks. Trading, the Knicks are everywhere, and they're not even Nick playing. Fans <laughs> treated trading R.J. Barrett and like every pick we have for Damian Lillard as some. That was all meatball up the middle that. home run deal for the Knicks. And I was like, they lose that trade. You know that. You know Dame's like on the wrong side of 30 with with soon-to-be cooked knees because he spent his entire career carrying Terry Stotts through the regular season. Literally. And, and like, he is not one a thing besides rookie of the year in part because of 
his lack of influence on his front office to be serious and actually try to win games. Like what about any of that suggests to you, I'm going to drop literally everything I'm doing and go acquire this guy at all costs. <laughs> he didn't costs. run from the grind though. He didn't run from the grind. Yeah, me, me when I'm studying at the library for three hours, I'm just on Twitter the whole time, but I didn't yeah, leave the I, library, I, I, so I didn't See, this is the, the thing. Grind. Before we yeah, wrap up yeah. this episode, I want to acknowledge the fact that when we were assembling a time to record this, I asked Chris, when can you do this? And when you text someone's first name of their contact, it bolds and it like mentions. Well, yeah, them you like can, a, you can, you can, you can add right. them in the iMessage. And you were tweeting about Kevin Durant's legacy. And I go, Chris, stop tweeting about KD. I see you being active on the timeline. And you instantly <laughs> respond like, oh, wait, we can do this today. Wait, what yeah, is this? A, was, was my a phone, possibility? Man. Yes. <laughs> I, I'll go off my phone for like two hours at a time. Let's no, you it. never do. That's the problem. No, no. I'll go off my phone for like two hours at a time. And then I come back and I'll see like, like, look right now. Like, look at this. You think this is something I want to deal with? You think I yes. want to, you think I want to <laughs> deal with this? No, 59 I'm, I'm, of those messages are people calling you the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true too. Um, yeah. So I have no interest in man all right <laughs> listen i want to go around really quick everyone is going to just i want a name i do not want an explanation just give me a name contextless who is winning finals mvp anthony we're starting with you oh um spit it out i need a superstar or andrew wiggins i'm gonna say steph like, that's just yeah, too easy you're uh, feeling like a troll give me right. Thompson. steph steph so steph, or clay you said give me clay Oh my yeah, God! Steph robbed of another Finals MVP. I'd cry. Yeah, he's never won one. Who's winning happy. Finals? Ayello, who's winning Finals MVP? Well, we mentioned the Atlantic Ten a couple minutes ago. We're gonna mention Davidson College and Steph Here we Curry go. again. That's my Finals MVP. All right, you guys are being you. You, you went chalk. I think that's the best answer you could have given. I'm gonna give a shout out to the ultimate real grinder, Jimmy Butler. I think ah, that's that a good will one. be my pick for finals MVP. You'll see, see Miami good. in an upset because I said I don't like them to win the finals. So because I laid out the whole argument as to why it's not going to happen, I'm going to be back here on Pick and Pod in two weeks talking about Jimmy Butler's finals MVP. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> all the predictions are out. They are set in not stone, but like I guess like the concrete, the concrete is like slowly set out. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they age to... Our producer, Julia Moss, we say thank you. This has been another episode of Pick and Pod. Our sports director here at WFUV Sports is Bobby Chiafardini. Stay tuned to all the WFUV Sports feeds and especially the Pick and Pod feed for future episodes. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs.